Hi guys, it's Steph from the Lost List Podcast, home of the internet BFFs. Um, here's a brand new, brand new spanking, brand spanking fam. There's a, it's a new episode in it. Don't ask me questions, I'll tell you. So enjoy. Uh, don't forget your beverage of choice. Maybe alcoholic, may not be. Have a nice little snack there as well, some popcorn that's good for you. It's nice, good carbohydrates. And enjoy. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher at The Last List Podcast and on Instagram and on Twitter at The Last List Pod. Enjoy, guys. Hey guys, welcome to The Lust List, the home of your internet BFFs. Today I'm very happy to announce that we have a very special guest and um, we're coming to talk about a very important um, topic um, and her name is Nanya. Hi guys. Oh, she's so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> so Ashley has been all this time, actually like we should have actually just been recording what we've been talking about all this time because it was amazing. It's actually, true. It's actually yeah. very true. It is. <laughs> it is. And um, yeah, so um, welcome. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. That's good. You're looking all kinds of cute. Mm. You guys should see her highlight right now. It's mm. just blinding me. Mm. Left, right and centre. <laughs> I hear just looking gorgeous. Well, one of my eyebrows is just a bit wonky today. <laughs> I didn't even have time to put on concealer or nothing. <laughs> Stress. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you for joining us. Um, so we will be talking today about, as it is um, May, and in May we celebrate two things, um, Mental Health Awareness Week and Masturbation Awareness Week. Does everyone know that? I only found out about that this morning. And it Did was you actually? <laughs> yeah, I only saw it on my timeline this morning and I was like, this is the image that was um, with what I saw. It was like very graphic. I was like, oh, fantastic. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's perfect, actually. Uh, so, yeah, I celebrate both so you just can't combine your mental health with mommy <laughs> mommy if you can just turn off right here just just clock it off you know when i'm saying i'm having a nap don't worry about it, it? <laughs> but, um, no because she's been feeling to get a link to so oh, she's like listen. oh sometimes i lips and i'm like you don't need to be doing none of that I'm like, you don't, you don't need to, you've given birth to a very independent daughter. Just know that. <laughs> Just trust that Just everything is fine. Everything is fine. Everything goes, is kosher. Well, you don't want me to listen. Like, I really want to, trying to, no, no, fam. Support me by, you know, just keeping my vegetables there in the fridge. <laughs> Every day I go there, my, my, my peppers are gone. So just keep my vegetables in the fridge. I'm Can I just mind. add, I juiced for like two it was supposed to be for four weeks ended up being two weeks because my family kept eating my fruits thank you and i literally cooked for the whole week that i was going to be juicing so that they wouldn't have to think about cooking so that they would leave my fruit alone they kept my mom was like but you don't add anything to the house anyway so it's fine i was like but i but this is all i've got like everything that i bought adds to one meal if you take it away i'm ruined so it's not very mm. no they do that on purpose (laughs) i remember but i think that's like when because in uni that first year when you come back after tasting independence a lot of people don't talk about this but like it really kind of stressed me out that they would come and eat my watermelons Okay. So, okay, so this is the story. I used to work in town in retail and I used to go after work and buy watermelons from Morrison's on sale and I used to carry those big 
big just I'm just carry them <laughs> to work and home. And I used to be like, This is for you and the family. This one's mine. Y'all can do whatever you want with that one. But this is for me. Don't eat this one. <laughs> what do they do? They ate both. And then what I'm complaining about is like, yeah, but do you pay towards water? I'm like, no, but, but this is this is my only vice. Like they don't, they honestly, they don't understand it. Mm. It's very painful. This whole year that I've been, it's not even a year. I say it's a year. It's been like maybe five months, but I just <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I can't wait. I just wait for September. I can't wait. But no. Oh, mm. honestly. But... You know, you live with them, you love them, mm. and then you know you find a place and you run away. <laughs> so I'm I'm more than fine with that. Um, so yeah, let's go through our normal segment. So we have bait of the week. Um, that's the segment where we talk about a person that we're really, you know, is out there doing the thing, is out there living their best life, is out here contributing. And I don't know whether you heard, but um, there's this new website called Beauty.co. That's spelled B-U. Double OTI, I believe, um, and they have this pay it forward scheme. Um, the, it was created by Naomi, um, and she is one of the co-hosts of Twenty Something. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I listen to that. But okay, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so she's um, the co-founder of um, Beauty, and the pay it forward scheme. Like I was listening to one of the episodes, um, mm. and it's amazing so basically what they do is they um they're dedicated to give back to the community and that's why like any they have like a special symbol any of the pay it forward products that you buy at least 10 percent of um the profits go towards um helping provide an african caribbean child with additional academic support oh my gosh i know and i thought like yeah why haven't more people not Not be doing that something like that yeah so it's amazing so they have everything i've seen that they have the whole cantu range on there they have shea moisture boo yeah but i'm still going by still (laughs) (laughs) i keep saying this like with my chest i bought some of the products already i'm still going to use it no but i think even if people are boycotting you have to get your money's worth like you can't just i don't think anyone can commit that harshly and throw away the things that they've already spent so it's fine Thank like, you. Be strong in what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. But the thing is, my 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 um my resolve is very weak when it comes to good leaving conditioners because I know that I I slate canty all the time. Like it's nice and everything. It's alright. But I love Shea Moisture because their leaving has been doing wonders for my hair. Now that they've come and disrespected me, everyday change reminds me about this. Now that they've come and disrespected me, I need to just leave them just like that. And I don't think that I think like even okay. With partners, you have that period where you break up, yeah. But then you're like a little bit still in contact, and mm. then you're like, mm, but you know that you don't want anything to do with them. Mm. But it's just like they just need to do one more thing. Thank you. And then when they do it, then you remember this is why I left, and then that's it. And then yeah. you're cut off for good. So I think maybe so, there's going to be one day the styling goes a bit wrong. You know, now it's not even worth it. And then you just yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. But it's probably after I finish the second jar because <laughs> I buy them in volume. <laughs> so I've got like two full jars and one that's like right at the bottom so the one right at the bottom i chucked away because like, i don't need to use that but the full full jars i'm gonna use it i'm not even gonna be a liar guys i'm gonna use it i'm very sorry that's who i am okay this is i know who i am and i'm fine with it so i'm gonna use it and then i'm gonna find another brand but um, i'm really interested in trying out afrocentrics oh yeah, yeah i've seen their stuff yeah their stuff looks great so i'm gonna try that i had a friend who had the I think they have like a bubble gum 
Ooh. like edge control blueberry edge control. it's blue and <laughs> it's um like an edge control and she used it for like a year and it was oh. still like halfway through so like i i'm really crappy when it comes to products i don't really use much in my hair at all so mm. i've never really thought of venturing out past what i already own <laughs> but no their stuff looks good oh, yeah. so maybe you should i think i will um just watch out guys <laughs> i'll tell you like maybe my hair is in braids now so Maybe in a couple months' time, I'll tell you how that's going. But yeah, so they have a lovely scheme. Go check them out. The website is B Y O double wait, that's triple B Y double O T I dot co. And yeah, go 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 support because I think that stuff's amazing. And the website is super cute um, because at work when I'm supposed to be writing emails, that's what I do. Wow, so <clears throat> productivity. Honestly, that's that's the one the time I'm most creative. That's the time I'm doing the most nonsense on Twitter. <laughs> I'm meant to be writing emails to people. <laughs> Terrible. That actually, like, I need to behave myself because I fully, they fully will fire me one day. <laughs> so I need to behave no, myself. to be fair, I write most of like my blog posts and stuff at work. Do you actually? Yeah. I, it just works out that I have like that time, and I'm good at. Don't know how to explain it. If I need to concentrate on one thing, I need to be doing something else. else. Yeah. But the other thing I'm doing is not going to be so focused. So yeah. when I'm think like jotting stuff down for my blog post then i can focus a lot more on my work and luckily the two kind of intertwine anyway so it's like i think of one thing then it goes into the other that's amazing so yeah oh that's great (laughs) you see so it's fine this is one if they call me into me in one day like you're doing too much i'm gonna be like listen Nunya said that I need to concentrate on two things who is Nunya that's the question and I'm going to be like she's been on the BBC she's working with the BBC (laughs) like she's written an article for for lap brand okay so don't 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 come here asking me questions okay she has like a blog that is amazing don't don't (laughs) I'll follow you back do you want a link Do you want me to give you shameless plug? Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm amazing. I but um, yes, okay. So yes, go go support them, guys, and tell us what you think. If you order anything of them, let me know because I want to know how they're how how they're going. Anyway, let's move on to the next thing, which is close it up. Oh. Where we tell people to hashtag them <laughs> to close it down. To just you know take down the level of stupidity that you're doing now. Um, and the person in this limelight this week is Miley Cyrus. I never thought I'd have to say her name again. I mean, the silence was glorious. I mean, the other no, the other day I did kind of think to myself, "What? Happened? Where did she?" <laughs> and then it just like she just came back just and just up. running through the fields and on the beach in a very quiet cardigan and just <laughs> the whole aesthetic was back and it's like i knew it was coming but I knew it. yeah but the thing is a lot of people said it like guys you out here enjoying her music and you're not laughing and stuff and co-signing but this is what she will do so if you guys are wondering what is it that she's actually done and um, Miley cyrus has come back she's um she's she's reformed she's been walking her dogs she's been um out in the fields strumming her guitar <laughs> Um, in pigtails in pigtails <laughs> and um, she's become daddy's girl again um, which is interesting so she has an upcoming album country album by the way guys oh yeah yeah a whole country album talk about a 360 yeah and she's <laughs> <laughs> like honestly I'm just did like, I have one time I have like a country album because like I do not recall listen, I never trusted Hannah Montana because I was like 
you cannot you need to braid down your hair to have another wig, wig. thank yeah, you yeah. i've never understood that yeah. i mean no like even i've seen in like behind the scenes of movies and stuff even white people have wear wig caps and they pin their hair thank all the way you. around and back thank and like you. there's a process you don't just whip it off thank and you. it looks flat on her so it's, there's lies there was lies and and my young heart couldn't take being <laughs> lied to like that because when when aunties were taking off their wigs and stuff that's not what was happening so i didn't understand and i just it was very trifling to even me. remember the pepsi ad sorry to bring it up but oh. kendall did that did she do the same thing she whipped when she whipped off her black wig i mean her blonde wig and oh. then she had her brown hair just flowing there I'm like did they have to do a cut to that they because it have. doesn't it wouldn't and it even wouldn't if it sit. even if it flew off and her hair like unraveled, it, would be it would be messy, messy. no so, so lies so much lies honestly i don't like being deceived like that because <laughs> i know the struggle just imagine the thing is I, i'm the kind of person i would actually try it one day yeah and i have tried it actually at work like honestly i, I work with it my team is very small and they understand my foolishnesses <laughs> so it's calm so i normally like gel down my hair or like just put in two twists yeah and then i put my wig on and then sometimes when i'm going to the gym or something i'll just whip it off best believe what's under after that whole nine to five looks very different from when I left, left that morning. <laughs> so I can't just be doing stuff like that. So what is the truth? Yes, anyway, truth. she had an interview with um, Billboard magazine, just talking about her upcoming album and why the, you know, the change of genre. And she decided um, to say that um, she, um, um, this is what she had to say about um, black music or her. Mm-hmm. She goes, um, said that now she feels alienated by hip-hop's materialism and graphic sexual description now fam (laughs) that's what pushed me out of the hip-hop scene actually wait let me put on a a little accent that's what pushed me out of the hip-hop scene (laughs) a a little it was too much lamborghini got me on my rolex got a, a girl on my cack i'm not i'm not that wait i'm so not that so I'm just confused because I have seen pictures of this girl with a strap on, her boobs out. There have been several lyrics that I have seen on Twitter. I mean, she was very into Molly at one point, was she mm. not? Very in advocating for it. Yeah. yeah so, yes, um, I just don't understand. I'm just spun by the use of now. How <laughs> apparently materialism and hypersexuality is recent in hip-hop because i mean Listen, <laughs> as far as <sighs> it's all just okay so <laughs> if you can see the struggle but like i just i don't understand this girl insisted <laughs> that she was little kim is who i am on the inside, inside that's yeah. what she said she said that with and i mean now. little kim was very blatant about what she had and somebody eating her box just because they should and i just oh, i just think oh my god so a lot of people mm. have been up in arms saying that she's culture appropriating that she's abandoning the culture um hip-hop culture and do you know what i am i'm conflicted a little bit because i feel like she's saying something that's true but and then on my other part, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. But she played a really stereotypical way of what hip-hop is. Was anyway, yeah. yeah. And um, she's just collected her money and she's bounced. And a lot of people do that all the time. Because I really don't feel like... Her saying that she's being abandoned by hip-hop culture, but she was never immersed in it mm. anyway. Like, yeah. what she flung onto her body or performed every once in a while was still pop. Yeah. 
Do you get it? It's just yeah. like pop with a gold chain. It wasn't like, okay, I'm going to go back and listen to X, Y, Z and understand yeah. what this means. But I guess that's what pro- um, cultural appropriation is, is in the first yeah. place. You just pick apart what, what you, you want, want and what would look good at the time and what will get you the the likes and the views and the money. And then when you're done with it, you throw it away. And mm. I think... I just don't see why she even had to make an interview about Honestly, this. Nobody asked. Nobody cared. And do you know what topped it off for me is that she went on further to say that, um, let me quote, because you know me, I like receipts at all that. time. So she goes, um, she was talking about Trump supporters oh. because <laughs> country, <laughs> country, country singers, um, surprise, surprise, most of them are what Trump, Trump supporters. supporters yeah. So she's been very vocal about the fact that she supports Bernie Saunders and like, you know, she's a Democrat. So how, how are you now coming to get those, you know, people buying your records? And so this is what she said. She goes, I like the way I, th- I think right now, but I don't, this girl in her English is making me. <laughs> but don't, but don't trans supporters like the way they think. So I've also got to be open with the way I approach people with my opinions. So basically, she's doing a retake and being like, Do you know what, you live your life and I live mine, and as long as it doesn't cross, it's fine. Which is very, very liberal, I guess, very white liberal. But um, I'm, I'm just confused. I don't understand how you can be very much because Trump and like democrats two completely different ships you can't bring them together there's no middle ground i just don't understand who asks them these like why do why do people keep going to these artists and asking them such questions because it's just it makes not even light of a very serious situation it's just very pointless like even mm. this comment, where does it bring us to? Nowhere. It doesn't mm. add anything. She didn't say anything. She didn't. That's the worst. She just... She just... Ugh, just she just vomited on words. the recorder and then that was and it. called it a day. Very embarrassing. I just... I just... <laughs> honestly, guys, I, I will not I be like listening. the way I think right now. Just... This, and then she makes... <laughs> okay, think that way. But <laughs> people are actually dying because of the opposite way people are thinking <laughs> there's healthcare being cut people can't access um medical i think yeah the obamacare is i think they've put in like trump care now yeah so like they've i don't think they've like started it started it but mm. they've been able to pass the bill or they've been able it's just gone up to a higher level it's starting yeah. to get accepted into um their house now and they've started to say that okay you need like things like rape or um like heart conditions so for you to tap into it if you had a pre-existing condition basically it it means that you would have to pay it wouldn't be something that you'd be able to receive the care for so yeah so like wait did you say that rape rape, yeah so for you to existing conditions yeah so if i just read this today so if you've been raped and you want access to a rape kit without having to pay for it or for example get tested or whatever for any thing or get sewn back up for example if yeah. something's happened to you it counts as a pre-existing condition you so serious? you would still have to pay for the care that's what they're trying to pass now so it's oh yeah it's- <laughs> wow so i guess she must yeah she should continue to like the way that she thinks because obviously, <laughs> obviously it's leading to very positive changes in their administration. Wow. It's gorgeous. Love it. Love it. 
Like, I'm honestly like my breath has been robbed from me because yeah. that's that's the stupidest thing yeah. I've ever heard in my life. But we have our own troubles in this country, so I can't yeah. even like, <laughs> laugh too hard because no. now I remember that we have our general election coming up that I have no idea when what's is happening. that. Isn't it the eighth of? Ju- is it? It was six weeks away when it was announced. So I'm guessing that it's in June. So it's the sixth of June or sometime that. Lovely. Like honestly, all I know is that uh, I have to vote Labour, even though. Um, Jeremy Corbyn I don't know what's happening With Labour at the minute Everyone's confused But I don't I don't want to end up Like America So no. that's So guys Go out and vote please It's very important If it counts It I actually mean, counts I'm very apathetic At this point I don't believe I don't believe in it I'll no. vote for the sake of Because I hate the people Who haven't voted And yeah. then they're running around Screaming It's all a lie But you didn't contribute But Thank then you. I, I In my heart of hearts If they were to do A lie detector test on me <laughs> I know someone <laughs> told me that I believed in the system. <laughs> I do not believe in the system. I do not believe that my vote counts for anything because mm. it's. No. Let's not go there. But yeah, no, I will still vote, and I'll still yeah. vote Labour. But you know, I don't want a Brexit part two. Mm-mm. Okay, no. already. I keep telling you guys about the old people that look at me funny <laughs> on the bus, and I honestly mean it. They do. I don't want them to be having small grins on their faces the day that they bring out the results of the elections because I know what it will be about because they don't yeah. just smile at you on the For road. No oh, no. Thank you. No. So I'd rather not that happen. But yeah, so Miley Cyrus, please close up from the girls from the last list. Yes. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. Um, so this is actually my favourite segment, what? which is Spill the Gist. Because, you know... I'm, I won't say I'm a gisting queen, but I'd like... I'd it's like in your blood, it's in your nature. It's Where are you from again? I'm Ghanaian and I'm Sierra Leonean. Oh, saucy. I'm Ghanaian and Zimbabwean. What? <laughs> <laughs> I've not had that mix before in my life. Honestly. Well, uh, that's, that's an wow. interesting mix. Yeah. That's a beautiful mix. Thank you so much. I don't... We don't normally get... But you know what? Ghanaians, we love different people. I've, I've noticed that. We're the ones that are willing to dip out. We are honestly... We, we like it. all kinds of swells. <laughs> we like sad done now and jollof rest. All together. All together on, on one, one plate. plate. No, that's genuinely my dad. It makes me sick, <laughs> sick watching him. But I'm like, I guess he married my mum for a reason. I don't know. I don't know. But oh. yeah, so no, it's in our nature to gossip a little bit. You we know. can't help it. Thank you. So anyone, listen, sometimes like my friend, she would like to send me a text and be like, oh, and I'd be like, sending her eye emojis because that's me that emoji. if you get eye emojis you know that I'm about to deliver you know something is. or you better give me what you have so I sent her eye emoji she goes I ain't got just for you oh. and then I was like okay okay. and she goes you're just in queen and I was like is that supposed to be an insult because if you add queen in front of something <laughs> you're actually giving me thank you you're giving me a compliment so I don't understand what you're doing but she knows she knows who she is that like she's been <laughs> trying to insult me with queendoms but anyway um, yeah wait before we go what part of Ghana are you from? My dad's Ewe. Oh, I know that much. Okay. And I know I went to his village once. It was very nice. Okay. So, the roads were better than when I was in Accra. So oh, that's okay. one thing. And no, it's Accra right roads. by the beach, oh. which was like, oh my God. And then we went to the castle. I don't know which castle it was. I know it wasn't Elamina Castle, oh, okay. but we went to one of the castles. And yes, but I just don't know where he's mm. from. Oh. Yeah. Ewe is nice though. Like, Ewa people are really lovely people. Really? Yeah. I'd never meet Ewa people. Don't you? I think like I met, I would always meet them when I'm like out and I'm drunk. And then <laughs> <laughs> we have this whole emotion. Oh my God, I can't believe that you're Ewa. And then yeah, that's about, yeah, but I never meet oh, Ewa people. No, I do. I, I tend to meet a lot of like, um, 
gaff people as well. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But then that's because my mum, she decides that we're chilling in our car, even though we come from a, that shanty region. <laughs> so she likes to pretend like she's about that crew, but does she speak gaff? No. no. Sorry, what are you doing? But anyway, sorry, mummy. I'm not going <laughs> to slate you anymore, I promise. Right, so let's go on to spool the gist. Um, so I don't know whether you heard, but Jam- is Jamila... Jamelia. Jamelia. I'm so terrible at so <laughs> Honestly, like, I, there's a new girl at work, and um, oh, no. I was like, so I was calling her name, calling her name, she wasn't answering. And then I was like, and then she turned around and answered anyway. And then another person, <laughs> instead of just being like, girl, you just got the name wrong, wrong, they're like, oh, is that your name? They go, no, it's the different. I was like, hey. <laughs> you didn't have to do me like that. <laughs> like, you made me call out your fake, fake name, name five times. Like, you didn't have to do that. But um, yeah, so. Um, Jamelia, see, I got it. I tried. Um, is currently on this morning, um, just discussing like several segments about black women and um, their experiences. And so, Ooh. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, she's out here just doing her thing. She has, I believe, she's doing a YouTube channel as well. I would definitely tune into that. But yeah. might I just add, she gave away some of her, um, tips for her skincare and i think they're all lies she says she only uses, no do you know why i say that because it's not right she says she only uses baby wipes on her face and i think she creams her face with vaseline also there's like everything that she said is the complete opposite of what work works with my skin so yeah. i just feel like there's something you're, you're gorgeous and like i would die for her skin and the evenness of it all and her hair but it just doesn't make sense it just doesn't add up because baby wipes if you keep using them over and over again the breakout is disgusting i do you know what baby wipes like i can only take a certain brand because like my skin's sensitive same so it yeah. feels like it's burning yes it feels like it's burning yeah. and it feels like afterwards it's like a coat of oil on yeah. my skin can't do it so Mm-mm. anyway yeah. She is just a gorgeous like from from them days from like when her first album came yeah. out and like she was walking in that mini skirt and I and me oh, the superstar video yeah, yeah. That's it. that video yeah. gave me so much confidence and in I was the just sitting there. my god um, <laughs> and I'm sitting there with my chubby little self like oh my god I want to be her but she's amazing and her legs are amazing and supposedly she like walks everywhere and she back rides and I'm like yeah. I can I can barely catch the bus on time so we're not going to do that but <laughs> she's an inspiration 100%. um she was on this was it this morning with the lady not this morning what is the ladies one there's like oh loose women that's the one that's yeah so she wasn't a loose women and stuff i wonder if she's coming back anyway so she's on this morning and she's talking about the lack of diversity in toys especially dolls for like black kids and um and like she brought in like i think mums that were talking about how it's very hard to find black dolls which is yeah. so true i don't think i had a single black doll but then again i wasn't a doll I child had one. Oh, it was a brat's doll uh, but i at that point i was kind of already past the doll stage but i just mm. wanted it because it was yeah brats and i guess there's a part of me that kind of wanted that black doll but when i was only with white toys i never thought of like yeah. oh i want a black one i just wanted to play with their hair like i don't know <laughs> but i think as a mum, i think watching your kids i think that's yeah. where the issue comes in more than like the kids themselves so, wanting yeah. those dolls so i don't know i'm just i know that once i actually have like proper niece and nephews and i'm not just talking about beyonce <laughs> um then I'd, I'd really be here for like 
like black books with them yeah. in there and like black toys because a lot of times we forget that representation matters it's the little things yeah because you know um you don't most times when it comes with children as well, we don't understand that they're very capable of soaking up everything, everything around, them. around them. Yeah. So you might think, oh no, it doesn't really matter, but they, 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 they matters to them. Yeah. And um, it's just nice to know that you're playing with something that looks like you. But a lot of people did not think that way at all. Of right? course. <laughs> so I was just going through some comments on the comment section and she just, I don't know, she got a lot of hate on Twitter. She got a lot of the very typical, um, this morning, um, a lot of like, um, Jamelia's here again with opinions that nobody wants to listen to. Oh. Children don't see race and dolls. It's idiots like um, Jamelia who are obsessed um, by skin colour. Another lady was like, this morning, I mean, skin colour doesn't even enter my head. If you're thinking about skin colour, you're the one that's causing diversity problems well i mean uh, that's not how it i mean that's mm. that's not how it <laughs> oh there was a comment that i saw well several comments along the same line of why didn't she speak about the lack of represent- <laughs> sorry lack of representation of asian dolls and then that turned into a whole poo storm because obviously everyone's just yeah, like well i saw that too yeah <laughs> i was just like but it's like that same yeah keeps coming back that same problem keeps coming back and i just hey, don't see why listen if you if you want to talk about it talk about it talk about it i mean <laughs> not, i personally am not gonna stop you if that's what you want to do because guess what everyone can do what they want, want at the end of the day and has she has she shit in your breakfast by saying that? <laughs> <laughs> by, by just talking about black dolls like i didn't know is jamilia is she, is she Asian? directly like, affecting your life like you. did she stop you from getting your she didn't go morning? we no. just want black dolls, dolls. <laughs> don't you dare try and bring no other dolls in here what's a filipino doll to me no like, she didn't say that she just said that we would like some more black dolls and i think another thing is there's Black dolls, they do exist, yeah. but they're very expensive. So I saw someone yeah. say that they bought their sister a doll for £75. Jesus Christ. And I was just like, for a doll that they're going to mark up with. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're going to chop up their hair. Yeah, everything. everything. So yeah, it's the, it's the fact that there is the market there, but they've just made it so inaccessible to mm. everybody. Whereas you could go into Poundland and get a Barbie a- exactly, doll. Exactly, for like a pound. Like, so <laughs> it's, I just, a lot of times... Um, all, and the one thing like that really I find embarrassing for like the UK is that we like to think that we're such a progressive country mm. that racism. What is that? I, like what, what we is, love each other. We love each other we so love much. Everything. Okay, it's just it's just classism that we're dealing with now. Oh classism. yeah, and that. I'm like, girl. <laughs> but um, it's just really disgusting to like whenever a black woman's like, oh, do you know what? We have this issue here. Can I talk about it? And then she's given a platform to talk about it. You're literally destroying her that's the thing like i've never I, I can understand being like oh this is new i'd never thought about that yeah. or oh i've never seen that as an issue before fine but why is it that with such like anger like death threats because she said that i would like a black doll to exist like what would that do to your white child 
unless you've taught your white child to be petrified of black people so black doll will make them afraid and cry maybe mm. but that's again down yeah. to you it has nothing to do with a black doll being on a shelf because you could easily just be like mm, no pick your white doll we're and not go. saying you everyone should have a black and white and asian doll in their house we're just saying yeah. it would be nice for in a black household to have black doll thank you <laughs> that's it and like i want i want to see different dolls because a lot of times once you see especially as a child once you see something you're not going to have those you have you ever had like a random child come up to you and be like okay it happened to me so like i was on the train minding my business as per usual and this child out loud's like oh my oh gosh like is she made out of chocolate and you know when you just want to slap somebody's Ooh. child and you can't and then her mom fully went yes Oh, I looked at the mom like, are you, are you stupid? Are you, are you really, are you really going to just, no, this is not about imagination. I'm actually a human being. Don't come and now make me into chocolate. Like I understand I look. she bites your finger. <laughs> Honestly. And I, I was just like, God. I'm not doing this today on a godly Tuesday. <laughs> We're not. We're actually not. So can you just behave yourself? It was just, but we, you need to have these conversations with your children because black like black families have been having these conversations with their children you will not understand the pain of having to talk to your child about oh do you know what um no your hair is fine no i'm not straightening it yeah no, you can't have a relaxer yeah. oh no your skin is fine oh you know what? you're not too dark no you can't bleach no you can't do that especially like as a like a young um young girl like those are the issues that we talk about and then you also have to go into like police brutality as well yeah oh no you always have to respect the police you always have to do this and then you get the most famous words which are oh you have to work twice as hard Hard just like just as good exactly and it's it's tiring to the parents to the children because we just want to live our lives so i'm here for more black dolls Mm -hmm. you know I want the Legos to be brown as well. I want more. I used to see Asian Legos and I think I used to see like black Legos and even in the Lego Bible there was like There's a Lego brown. Bible. There's a Lego Bible. You what? didn't know. What? Yeah, I found out about in um RE, I think like just before G- like year 9, so just before GCSE oh. RE. Yeah, there's a black there's a Lego Bible because they made it just so that it would be easier for us to like mm. memorize the quotes and stuff. It did work. But yeah, there would be like mm. Abraham wasn't yellow. Like there was loads of different colors. Lego, well done. Yes, so I will give it to Lego. They've always been quite diverse. Lego, well done. (laughs) Well done, Lego. Like high five from me. I'm here for that. But like, it's just a lot of like um, retribution that um, Jamelia's getting. I think she even got axed from loose women because yeah, a while ago, yeah, 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 because and I think it was around. It was before the train incident with her and her daughter. I think there was a time that there was a, she had an incident with police mm. and her daughters. Yeah. And then it was after that I noticed that she was off loose women. So it, it wasn't, they. I think they gave up like a random yeah. excuse, but it was soon after the police issue that, yeah. Listen, like... We see you. We, we see, see you. what we're doing. <laughs> because the thing is, you can't have us, you want to, us to talk about these hot topic issues that are very in at the minute. Then when we give our opinions and our experiences and they don't live up to what you think they should be, as in, oh no, it was fantastic, now I've lived here, everyone loves me, then you get you become uncomfortable and then remove us but this is what we need especially in the uk because we've never addressed race at all on prime time tv exactly so so i'm i'm here for it but loose women boo 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 to you um 
I don't. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Didn't you never watch Lisa Lynn? No. I was okay. I don't I'm know. A, I'm, a, I'm um when I was ill from school or like when I just couldn't be when I was ill from yeah. school. Um, <laughs> I was more of a um what is it Maury girl. Oh, I used to watch Maury. I used to watch Ricky Lake. I used to yes. watch. Um, what was the black woman from? She was British. Trisha. Trisha. Yes. Yeah. Trisha. You saw Trisha. Then I would watch Lisa Min. I would watch um, Home and Away and um, Neighbours. And I had like a whole. (laughs) (laughs) Your whole morning was set. (laughs) No, because like if I was sick, then my dad would have to work from home. So it's just easier for him to put me in front of the TV. And then (laughs) food in the front room. And then that would just be me set for the whole day. So I had like a whole schedule. And then there was Bold and Beautiful. There was um, Baywatch. TV used to be so lit. (laughs) Now, what is there? I don't Um, the thing is, I've never genuinely. There's not. There's nothing no, left. No, I don't even watch TV anymore. That's it's so. That's yeah. My mum doesn't get. It. I just watch stuff on my laptop. Same. And then that's pretty much Same. it. If I need to, what if I want everyone to watch what's on my laptop? I just hook it up to TV. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We're done. Sweet. So, yeah, talking about Kendall Jenner, mm. I feel like. I read somewhere <laughs> someone was asking, like, has she? It was you. <laughs> I remember that. Oh my gosh, I remember now. You, what was it that you said? I remember that now. I do. And I was like, when no, you said, I, you said, know, I, said, I no, actually I chuckled said, no, on I the said, train. Basically, I said, like, did she forget to do her chores <laughs> or something at home? Because Chris is really dropping the ball with her. Honestly. Like, honestly, because it's been, it hasn't even been three weeks since the Pepsi thing. And I know these <laughs> things aren't done, like, as they're produced. Like, they yeah. might have been done, like, last year or whatever and then put out within the same weeks or whatever. But it's pathetic. Because she, Chris has made sure that nothing happens. Comes out of their camp unless they want it to. Exactly. Like, and if they do, it's monetized. It's mm. perfect. Mm. It is great. Pepsi and India Vogue in the space of what two weeks? Two weeks. This is how you she know the spirit. <laughs> the spirit of Black China is behind this. Oh yes. Honestly. Oh yes. No. Honestly, our ancestors are really just coming back and being like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not We're anymore. Not, no. You've had your time. <laughs> it's no, too much. It's, it's time for you to go. <laughs> no, but oh yeah, no. My face when I saw her. Listen, that cover. like India Vogue, was it like it was a very special issue for them as well? I think it was their tenth anniversary. And then you go and put Kendall. And the, do you know what's crazy? She was leaning against an Asian male model, so it's not oh. like they didn't think that okay, yeah, oh. we should have our own in this like in this segment. But it's just let's just bring in somebody who would get people to buy it. But it's like who's buying? But it? who's buying it? If, <laughs> if it's the Asian version of, if it's the Asian branch of Vogue, why would it need would to I be? Need, uh, or white, what? Nah. Listen, uh, when I Whoever's saw that, that board needs to just get someone out. was getting fired that day because you have so many like fantastic Asian models out there. You couldn't have chosen anyone. You could have even put like a collab of them all together. Oh, a hundred percent. Like. You're telling me after hundreds of women that you have available, not a single. It had to be Kendall Jenner out of all the. But you know what? It could have been Bella Hadid, and that that would have been worse for me because then. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to try spin it, but then I was like, no, there's not. There's nothing there. There's absolutely zilch. But she genuinely. Why does she? My problem is okay. You want a check? Yeah. But 
you know, like, mm. I think... You know you're going to get a lot of backlash from yourself. But Why are you doing that? I think at that point, they don't care because that's where the privilege comes in. Because, like, mm. even if there's backlash, I've got my quaint, I've got my check. That's I'm going to go on a holiday whilst oh. it happens. I might even get a new phone. Just ask everybody out and then come back when there's another runway that needs me. Because that's the thing is, it's the people of colour that in your life... That you know, because the thing is, for me, okay, just imagine if I was friends with Igazilia. God forbid, that's never going to happen. I don't want that in my life. I don't want that kind of. You know, I used to really love her. I used to love her music all the time until I really. Yeah, and then you know, because her music is perfect for the gym when you're on the step. Yes, 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 yes. Your bones just go up, down, down. Really feel like something. But, like, just imagine, and then like she's imitating you. She's gone and done bum surgery, all of this, and then. She's like says something scandalous, and then next day she just comes around to your like, house. Let's yeah. go get your bullet. No, Fam, I don't know you. I don't. I don't know who you are. Who but are you? I think again, it's that thing of who do they have in their circle? They don't have these people in their circle, which is mm. why there's nobody there to check them. Yeah. Because realistically, who do you see her hang around with? Yeah, but her man now is um ASAP Rocky. But he's cancelled as well. Ooh. See, there was even the other day I t- <laughs> there was even the other day I again I tweeted I just think <laughs> I need to delete my account. But I tweeted that Chris is really on her tea stirring game when he you know that article that they said that oh um all lives matter and um Oh yeah I know see people attacked me and they were like, Oh, it's an old article, look at the team. Like I know it's an yeah. old article. I know he's been cancelled for time. I just wanna say what I wanna say, okay. I just wanna be funny for myself i don't need you to val- like to valid. make what i've said Thank valid. You. but yeah no but it's just like even the black people that they have in their court they're just so happy to be where they are that they really don't care and that's okay mm-hmm. for you to do do that that's fine but just don't now encroach on a space for other people where it could have just been a beautiful a beautiful event vogue's been there for 10 years they yeah. have an infrastructure they're doing great mm. Why not just put your... I just don't get Vogue as a people. Kendall and with them not will do whatever for money. Yeah. But how can Vogue, Indian Vogue, make that decision? Why? Why? Like, what possessed them? But I feel like it's something that people of colour do because we know that white, what the white gays, um, white, whiteness selves. Yeah. Because I've heard, I don't know, like, but I've heard from time, like, oh, do you know what? This, like, I'm going to put... Um, this like i'm gonna hire white people in my business because then i know that people will come there or like you know and i just i understand the reason behind it but it's so old-fashioned it's so backward we just need to celebrate who we are i think it's just that thing of needing that money now yeah because if you were to for example like i've heard people say that if they were going to run a company I don't want to even mention. (laughs) Spill it. (laughs) Spill it (laughs) off. But um, they'd say like, okay, if I was going to run a company, I wouldn't employ black people because they'll be late or there's that familiarity thing of like, I'm going to turn up when I want to and I'm going to call you boss man instead of calling you by Mr. Because I'm black and I've employed you and I'm going to crack jokes with you when we're supposed to be serious. And like, I completely get that, but who is going to have the patience to break down to other black people that that's not how it should run? Do you get it? Like it takes time for you to, and like, I guess a compassion for you to be able to nurture black people into a position where they're knowledgeable enough to go out into different workspaces and carry themselves. Cause 
it's not just you that they're doing it to because you're black. It's doing That's it just to how, how they, they are. are. Yeah. And that not to say that they're not hardworking or whatever, but yeah. they might just have that relaxedness that yeah. other people who are in different spaces a lot more often don't have. They know yeah. how to like change according to who they're in front of. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's just if you wanted to employ more people like yourself, you do have to realise that you're gonna have to coach them in yeah. a way. Some, I, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I don't I don't know where that um that came from though, because you know, we always get that like, oh, if you go because perfect example, Turtle Bay. Like people are like, Oh no, my boy can't Turtle Bay <laughs> because they're t- they're not the people cooking in the kitchens aren't even black. you know black. Yeah. But so and they put bare sugar in their food, which I can vouch for. Oh no. But no. No. I've been to the rum kitchen, I haven't been to Turtle Bay and no. Turtle Rum Kitchen I went to the one in Notting Hill. Oh. And when I walked in, I like held my cousin's hand. I was like, <laughs> what is this place? Like, okay, the woman who, the woman who sat, like, who seated us and whatever, she was very, like, I could tell she was Caribbean and she was lovely, sweet, oh, great customer lovely. service. Yeah. But like the rest of the staff were white. I looked back and one of the cooks Kids, was yeah. white and there was a black cook as well. But it's just like. You can just tell. But then I also realized the area that I'm in. I mean, yeah. Notting Hill, it's a very, like, hoity, because I used to go to college around there. So oh, okay. Like, I know, other than the people who come in, the people who already reside, unless they're on a certain section, mm. are very, like, I wouldn't say middle class, but, like, yeah. there's just that thing. There's or like hip, yeah. yeah. So I guess maybe they would want to make them feel comfortable yeah. whilst eating food that isn't necessarily mm. theirs. And even when you're eating the food, you can taste things that they they mm. added parsley to roti no. and i was just like what is it? No. <laughs> it was very listen so, yeah. i went to um was it oaxaca mm. and they have plantain me i'm a simple girl in it if you give me plantain anytime just content. i'm content i'm fine <laughs> so i saw plantain i was like do you know what i'm gonna have plantain why did you put it in a taco and why was feta cheese on it like how could you do that to me i still up to this day i still talk about this at least once a week Feta cheese. So you put plantain and bread. Taco. Feta cheese. And they didn't even salt the plantain before they fried it. It it stressed me out. I fully. Do you know what? Do you know what I wanted to ask you? Sorry, I'm really bad with (laughs) sticking on the topic. I'm (laughs) so pathetic. But okay, so you know, last week you spoke about the dapper chocolate. Oh yes, oh amazing. (laughs) I I dream about that all the time. Did you try the plantain and white chocolate? They didn't have any. Because when when I was just like, oh, this sounds so great, and then you said the plantain. like, Listen, <laughs> okay, do you know what? Type of chocolate. So I'm going to send you this little clip so you know that people are actually listening out here. Like, <laughs> if, if you want to, you know, bless my taste With a little bit of a sponsor. Right you now. know, you know what I mean? Don't <laughs> I must send the email as well. <laughs> I probably will send it. Like, you don't understand. I'm about this life, you know. I'm about this life. Um, but no, I, I've heard great things about it. But can you just imagine like, the creaminess of like white chocolate? And then, you know, plantain chips, they always have like the, the salt. Oh yeah. my, I'm actually getting hungry. See, no, I don't Ooh. see. I don't know if I'm fully sold. I'll try it for the culture, but I just, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Listen, but I, I, I know, I know because plantain has never let me down. Apart from when it mingled with Bahaka and they put some feta cheese on it. I, I just don't see the space for cheese and plantain together. Thank you. I don't know whether it's like a Brazilian thing, but I wouldn't believe that a oh. Brazilian culture. Yes, do they do do, do they, stuff. Do, they well, do I don't know. I, I can't speak on that, but I get. Mm. Are they doing but, that to plantain? Though, why would you? 
there's no need for all of it. Maybe we should Google. No, I don't want to know. It's fine. Mm. Whatever they're doing over there, (laughs) (laughs) let them keep it. You can have it. I'm just very content with my plantain and beans. Honestly, very happy. But yeah, I'm just. I was a lot of even. Do you know what? I even forgot what we're talking about just because of Kendall. Oh yeah. So. The looks on our faces would be. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> just, just, come, And then I found out that ASAP Rocky was involved in with her. All like, lives matter, you know. The thing is, though, I do you know what? I stand for the wrong people. The minute, like, I admit my standing, that's the time to go and do some foolishnesses. I mean, I've only really stand for Kanye West in my life. Anybody who knows me knows that <laughs> I've mourned. <laughs> for about six years because <laughs> i'll never forget shout out to my friend veronica um it's gonna take some time so. <laughs> oh my god don't get emotional now <laughs> seriously really obsessed okay so the day that um we found out that he was dating kim kardashian she called me guys no one's actually crying <laughs> No, it's really hard. Okay, so when we found out that he was dating Kim Kardashian and it wasn't a lie, um, she called me and we spoke on the phone for like four hours. I remember because this is around like A-level time. So mm. like the phone conversation, it took away from revision. <laughs> Do, you <know> <laughs> Do you know how real that is? Because like everything, I used to measure it. I used to measure it. Like, you know, when like exam season comes and then you're keen with your friends and, and you're you like know, guys nope 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 not now yeah, no. not now yeah yeah I remember so that. but we we made the time um <laughs> we had that conversation and we did like a recap of what he's been through in life mm. we accepted that you know what we just really want him to be happy mm. and this could just be a phase like a phase. he had been on his own for a while after amber and you know like yeah. he might just want to dabble yeah you know it never went away. <laughs> like he never came back, and we would have these conversations every once in a while. I think, kind of in a therapeutic kind of way, just because no one understood what we were going through. Yeah. So we would talk about like the music mm. and his direction and the marriage and the children. Her voice cracked at marriage. <laughs> like I want you guys to know that she she's fully feeling it. Okay, mm. I'm back. It's all right. So. <laughs> Yeah, so he's... It's so annoying because I genuinely feel it in my chest. Like, <laughs> But yeah, no. Okay, so we watched that happen. Yeah. And that's the only person that I've 100... And Waka Flocka, but he's... I I kind of expected that there would be a downfall with him. Yeah, and it's yeah. not really... Mm, whatever. But him, mm. Kanye West, since I was a child, he's genuinely been like my one and only. And it's gone yeah so like ever since then i've kind of been like your faves are always going to be problematic and Mm. don't get drawn in by how beautiful their faces or voices (laughs) or messages might have been at one time they evolve and sometimes it's backwards Mm. and there's not much you can do about it i feel i feel you (laughs) thank you um because i wasn't here for that that union either no um I was very confused. I blame... I honestly, like... I think Kanye... It was very unfortunate because I feel like the passing of his mum really affected him. Oh, no, yeah. It was very traumatic for him. Yeah, he'd never got over that. And that has led for him to do a lot of things. He's living in hurt. Yeah, no, 100%. But, Mm. like, how long are we going to use that? See, like, now, I... 
I've never been the type to separate an artist from like their behavior. Yeah. I've just accepted that I might not like your behavior, but and sometimes it taints how I feel about what you produce. Mm. Cool. I've for the sake of what he meant to me once, I've had to make that separation, and I feel yeah. like I've betrayed myself in that. But then at the same time, what can I do? Because this guy mm. is genuinely—he's married. Like. <laughs> And the type of guy that he is, it seems like this is going to be for the long haul. He's baby number two. Like, well, there's no, <laughs> well, like baby number two, his ideals have completely, he's, mm. he even dyed his hair and got blue contact. Like, Sorry? No, oh, don't yeah. you remember that? The Met Gala last year. He did, didn't he? Yes. 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 And then it went green and then he was remembered who he was. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's fine. Mm. He's gone. Yes. I mean, we're watching ASAP make that same mistake. But the only thing that does comfort me is he yeah. was thinking this way before he went out with Kendall. It's, How old is he, I'm by the way? He must be 25 ish. But I swear he went out. Did he go out with Rihanna or were they just around each other a lot? No, I they were around each other because they were doing. Um, you know Fashion Killer? Yes, yes, And they're yes. recording that. Yes, okay. So, I don't even know why I know this about him, but he used to be my boo. But do you know when I knew that he was trifling when he told dark skin girls not to wear red lipstick? Oh, yeah, no. He, this is what I mean. He's been falling for a while, and I feel like once these black people trip, they fall into the laps of Kardashians. It just seems to always be... 28? Sorry, he's 28? Yes. How old is she? Isn't she 19? I'm just... Rakeem Mayers... Oh. Myers, that's his full name because sometimes you need to tell people <laughs> my name. Like you're misbehaving. I don't know whether it's a publicity stunt. I'm not here for it. Actually, do you know what? I don't care. Do what you want to do. Now. That's true. You already told me not to wear lipstick, and that's what happened. <laughs> so you do what you want to do. It's fine. That it's your own hair follicles. Find the papers. It's over. It's, it's done. But did you know that Kanye has actually like taken all his himself off of social media altogether? Of everything. He's not Twitter on him. He's not on Twitter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Fully looking. Let's, like <laughs> Let's just check this out. Because he's honestly not on Twitter anymore. I mean, why? Like, was no this... one knows. He hasn't spoken. On well, people nothing. have been saying for a while that he needs to get off yeah, all he... socials and uh, save himself. So maybe he's just hmm. realised that no, this is all he's got left. Um, let me. People think. Did he... I mute? I think I muted him as well. Yeah, his views and what he was saying is becoming very Kanye. But people are thinking, oh, maybe it's because he's getting divorced. Okay, but I think that's a little bit extreme. I think, I think they that's a really, bit extreme. Yeah, they really like each other. Both of them suit they each see, other. Yeah, they do see. This is the. This is what. Okay, so when Veronica again, when <laughs> we had this discussion, we did realize that in terms of like their views of themselves alone, mm. perfect match. Like mm. nobody else can take that kind of ego except for somebody who also has that kind of ego. So I feel like that was a genuinely perfect match, and they can support each other mm. in a way no one else can and i feel like that's what keeps them together and he seemed happier a bit i don't we're not going back there it's fine like, do you know what move on because <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no Dude. see this is what happens when you speak about the kardashians i've always made a really big point to just make sure people don't include me in anything to do with them i've <laughs> i've watched like i think a season of their show i don't watch of, it I tried, and this was this year. Was like, it this year? Yeah, because when I was in 
way back when when it started yeah. everyone was watching it i was like i can't i don't see the why yeah. i just no. and then so yeah i can't talk about them and it's like whenever i do there's this lump in my throat that i just don't <laughs> i don't want anything to do with them do you know what it's calm i we did a ban on the kardashian clan like last year mm-hmm. and then they do something and i feel like no i must talk about it <laughs> okay so, i guess that's their superpower that's the th- maybe the, ugh, just i'm tired but like i'm tired I just, I don't want to, I just, um, okay, do you know what, we're starting the band again today. Yeah, thank you. We'll not talk about them no more. Right. Safe space now. Right. Okay. Let's go to the main dish, the main reason why you're here. Right. Okay. So, um, I want you to run your credentials because I think it's amazing, the work that you're doing. Um, and I want you to brag on yourself and this is the perfect space to brag on yourself, like a lot not even a little a lot so so guys I, it's been great having like thank you for having me i'm just gonna go home now <laughs> and i've had a whale of a time <laughs> i don't do well in situations like this okay so um, okay I'll, I'll help you in it thank you so okay. if i if i say bbc <sighs> okay Okay, you know what? No, let me stop. <laughs> I'll stop backwards. Okay. okay. Okay, okay. Cool. So, hi, my name is Nenya. Yes. I am a mental health and lifestyle blogger and have been for, I'd say, four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I focus on mental health thanks to my own experiences with depression, anxiety, eating disorders, and such. Um, and also just like, living with people who have had mental health issues i now work in mental health which has gone full circle which is lovely um working with um women who have been institutionalized for long periods of time and trying to rehabilitate them back into the community and living independently and having their own lives and stuff amazing thank you so much (laughs) um recently Okay, no, previously I've written for um, healthcare blogs like Half Full Not Empty. Amazing, guys. Follow them on um, Twitter. I, I, I think, is, let me get oh. their apps because I've been writing with them for a really, really... They were the... I remember. <laughs> <laughs> they were the first um, blog like site that reached out to me to write That's with amazing. them. And... Yeah, they're like even the team themselves. They're very supportive. So I want to shout out Juanita, who is the CEO, (laughs) (laughs) and um, the at is HFNE underscore. And yeah, they deal with mental health and lifestyle for young women, especially from high school up. Um, So I wrote with them for a year and a bit, and I'm still with them. But I took a sabbatical, and in that sabbatical, I was approached by Liam. Uh, Wait, she whispered that, but because of the girl that I am, okay, I know who I am, innit? I'm going to just um up the, the the volume. She was approached by Naomi Anderson, guys. The one, um, the one and only, the one that is just doing styles on Victoria's Secret. Um, you know, um, what's that thing that you run on runway? <laughs> Look at me forgetting my words, trying to do stunting for you guys. Look at me forgetting my words. I'm terrible. <laughs> but no, amazing. Like, she was just on... I think there was a BuzzFeed feature mm-hmm. on her. Just she had now. a BuzzFeed feature. Listen, she's out here. She's the creator of Lap the Brand. Brand, yes. yes. Which is a store that 
um, does like combines clothing with issues like consent and um, yeah, just how females are able to carry themselves, exert their agency, and be unapologetic about it. Where the apparel is. Amazing. I mean, there's a crop top that they just released yesterday, the crop top hoodie. Yes! So I'm just waiting for my gains to kick in and then Listen, maybe at some point what? I'll be able to rock that this summer. Listen. Even if I have to rock it with Girl. like a midi skirt all the way to my boobs so like nothing is showing. Listen, we'll rock happen. it together yes. because like, I'm tired of going to this gym. I'm tired. Like I'm only trying to collect what is actually my 100%. inheritance, yeah. which is my bum. Because as a Ghanaian okay. woman, I feel like we webbed. I have this thing and I feel like people speak things into existence for me. So obviously being <laughs> Okay, being Ghanaian and Zimbabwean, right? People are like, Yeah, you're bum and I'm like, Okay, no, because no, like when you're from these two countries you see real bums. Yeah. My bum exists. Mm. And it doesn't droop. That's gravity hasn't hit it, and we thank God for that. So yes. I'm appreciative of where I am, but I also know that this isn't my birthright. My birthright lays thank you <laughs> in thank the you. near future. But people speak on it as if it's already primed and ready, and I'm just really like, no. Um, guys, I'm going to check it out, and then I'll get back to you <laughs> because I know she's chatting. Like she's sitting down now, so I can't say nothing. But like. Listen, my, the the one the one I'm carrying right now is not what it's just not what it's was not, intended. Listen, yeah. I, I, just, no, I like know my mom's like, oh no, it's nice, you know, it's it's flat when you and then she said flat, and I actually nearly just like, <laughs> you know you know when you can feel yourself like falling you know, and there's no one to catch you. Know, you know the gift of the girl that goes like that Honestly, and disappears. That was me. I was like, what 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 what, what, what you did? And she hmm. goes, no, it looks nice and skirts. I'm like, I'm, that's not what I'm that's here. Not what, that's not no. what we're doing. What do you mean? Because it's just like when I when I talk my friends are like oh you're always talking while you're always complaining then they meet my mum <coughs> and, and then the they groups. were like oh so that's why your dad crossed the pond I'm like yes. <laughs> so dumb I'm like yes I completely I and like even my cousin I went to her um daughter's first birthday yeah and she was cleaning and then she just did something with her bum I was like how do you do that? God. Listen, I've just and even about... her husband. Her husband asked her to stop. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, please, please. We're in church, like, let yeah, go. <laughs> just, just get stop. home. Isn't it? Like, <laughs> it's good. But no, honestly, so I'm claiming into that. But yes, um, LAP the brand. So we're yes. Sorry, I'm terrible. I said uh, like yes, we're, yes. We're, we enable each other. It's, it's okay. Actually, <laughs> mm, mm. Um, but yes, with LAP the brand, I have written two articles so far. One Fantastic. Sorry. <laughs> two fantastic articles guys she's not giving herself <laughs> yes um the first one was in like it was talking about mental health within like dealing with mental health and having parents who don't understand it mm-hmm. um and just like the strain that that's had on my healing process and my trauma and blah 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 and following that actually I did an interview with Lafia Health. So I also give an oh, out with that. Um, yes. They are another black health orientated platform, mm-hmm. but they don't just deal with mental health. They deal with like things like diabetes, um, oh. like anything and everything to do with black health. Like they have like a very, very strong team. So I will 
give their at as well. Sorry, I came here to just like <laughs> it's, it's fine. Like, don't worry, guys. We'll also put all these um all these organizations and their wonderful work. We'll put them in our like description box. So if you want to check them out, there will be links to their stuff and their work and all of your work as well because you're amazing (laughs) thank you um so yeah love your health is l-a-f-i-y-a and then health um so yeah i did an interview following that um blog post Mm -hmm. and recently i put out another blog post discussing domestic violence how um people respond to women or men who are suffering domestic violence and just how incapable people are of actually realizing the environment people who go through domestic violence how Mm. it encroaches on their well-being how they view themselves and how they're actually able to protect themselves yeah um so i put it in context with karuchi tran Mm. and the infamous and very disgusting chris brown um and we got some good news yesterday (gasps) (laughs) so it was chris brown's birthday boo and it turns out that he finally has been found. He's come out of hiding. Mm. And he got served his restraining order pe- papers. So now he is never allowed to go within. I think it's like 100 feet. It's a very short. <laughs> it's a very yeah, short. it's a very short distance. Yeah, but, but like, I, I, I get where she's coming from. Because yeah. I think it is just There's that been a lot of times where yeah. she, he's literally just been in her face. Yes. <laughs> so got in her 100 feet. <laughs> for her yeah yeah, just to feel safe i guess and protected so she's got that restraining order and this was actually put out if i'm not mistaken in february she filed for this in like early 2017 and she's only been able to reach him now can you imagine what in may now this is disgusting disgusting. um, we'll talk further about this um but go ahead oh yeah there's drop another name so in <laughs> <laughs> what month were we in last month april yeah in april i was able to do my first speaking event with a company called company organization called my mind matters and yes. luckily enough bbc happened to be there That's and crazy. they did a mini interview for a documentary and like a year-long project called my mind and me yeah. um and yes so that interview like that little snippet of the interview girl when you said that to me like my heart i was at work grinning like an idiot (laughs) out here just looking on chocolatey and brown and talking about all the good things yes so yeah in that interview i had like the chance to explain what it's like living again living at home with parents who are african and i'm a first generation migrant so that falls into all of that lovely stuff and just how you're perceived to like how you're supposed to be and handle yourself as a woman and Mm -hmm. how that plays into isolating yourself because you can't actually speak about things like mental health because you're supposed to be strong you're supposed to be the heart of the household and you yeah. can't do that if you're depressed and you can't do that if you're having panic attacks and stuff like that yeah. so yeah i got a chance to speak on that and i'll be releasing a blog post soon about the event that they had two weeks i'm so bad at dates but i think it was like two two weeks ago they i'm had... laughing because i'm the same way <laughs> <laughs> like everything just merges into what do Honestly. you know why because after bank holiday i've been in bed Listen. i only went to work yesterday oh, so you're blessed so yeah so i've just i don't know what <laughs> What is <laughs> but yeah so a couple of weeks ago i went to their live streaming of um the my mind and me event where they had an amazing panel 
to be honest, the panel is very strong. Um, and you should be able to find that on iPlayer. Oh, fantastic. And yeah, so it was very, it was an interesting event. So yeah. I'll be writing a blog post about that soon. It should be out by Monday. So. And all the links to all her wonderful achievements will be <laughs> in the description box. So y'all better go and check that out because she's amazing. So, um, we know that it's Mental Health Awareness Month, mm-hmm. all of May. And actually, May is like one of my favorite months because of that. And um, I thought it would be fantastic to, fantastic to talk about your latest article as, um, yeah, we don't really talk about that as much. We don't really talk. We talk about domestic abuse. Yes, it's bad, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we never really talk about how we dismantle it or how we as society even play into it and how it's damaging a lot of... Um, the beautiful minds of a lot of black women and you know women of color out there yeah. so yes let's talk about it so what made you go um with domestic abuse um i've sadly enough like i've had for example a lot of family members who have been in domestically violent like like they've witnessed domestic violence mm. had children within that environment raise their children um and i've obviously seen how that's affected their children yeah um and even personally me how like i because i've been in um abusive relationships in the past Mm -hmm. i've been a victim of sexual abuse um and rape and molestation and stuff so my main interest when it comes to domestic violence and just all forms of abuse is how like these things because when because they're not dealt with at the time that it happens yeah it spans out into a lot of people's lives and it doesn't just affect the person it happens to it will affect the generations generations and ideologies that people have um, the way that people view themselves and obviously then deteriorating their mental health. Yeah. And I've also, in the work that I do, a lot of the women who are in our care have experienced domestic violence before yeah. or some sort of abuse or neglect as children and stuff like that. So my, like I've paid a lot of attention to and want to spend a lot more time working on and researching how that actually affects people yeah. in the long run. And not just like the short brunt of oh get out and leave and bloody yeah. blah I think a lot of times that's what we hear. We hear domestic abuse cases, like for instance, the Rihanna, Chris mm. Brown, mm. um, Karuchi like saga almost. Mm. That is a really great example because we've been eight wood that's one of the best ca- like that's one of the cases yeah, that have been it, out in the public yeah. the most and we've actually noticed witness it from beginning to now hopefully yeah. the end yeah so um and i touch on that in the blog post that's on lap brand um because my main issue had been with chris brown after the rihanna thing yeah his behavior and his behavior traits follow a lot of abusers like they seem to have these same characteristics this same trait this same entitlement could that- you give a little touch on that because like when okay. people say that i'm like okay so what is it because um a lot of times we think okay if it's an abuser i would know straight yeah because you know he would do this or he look like that but then we get into sticky situations and we're like well he wasn't like that like you don't understand because it wasn't like that so what yeah. were the traits that you saw or one should look out for okay so the thing with domestic abuse 
is it really, really, really starts off with violence. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't just happen where you're just chilling one day and he just smacks you and you're just like, oh shit, I need to get out. It never starts like that. It always starts with, um, how do I explain it? Okay. So it will just start with the way that this person draws you in. So you will, like you'd notice that a lot of people who end up in abusive relationships, it, spirals out of control really quickly but that also comes because the relationship jumps off really quickly so Mm -hmm. when you for example you meet somebody and the first thing they're telling you is oh my god i want to be with you i really like you've changed my life you're so amazing this this that there's nobody else that i've met like you and what that does is it builds up a sense of security yeah really really early on and you kind of feel like oh my god like this person will never do anything to hurt me they're constantly protecting me they're constantly providing for Mm. me like or on the flip side you'll meet them and they've been victims and you've seen like what they've gone through in their life and you just want to really dote on them and care Mm. for them and build them up and make them into something so amazing because you've seen that this person loves you so when you get into that space you also start to notice things like oh, you have so many friends. Why do you have so many friends? Or why do you always go out so much? Or I really just want to spend time with you. And like all these people are getting in the way. Your friend, I don't like how your friend said this. And so what that does now is breaks down your... Isolates Yeah, it isolates you. It breaks down your support system. Once your support system is broken down, you that's when their moods become more erratic. That's when they start to impose on you what they feel like they've done for you. So you feel indebted to them. So at this point, it's like, oh, I've taken care of you when all your friends left you in the lurch. How can you think that I'm trying to do anything to hurt you? And then when now you constantly, this is where, where like the whole blaming, like victim shaming and stuff like that comes in because you constantly feel now that when that person is upset or when that person does something to hurt you or says something really vicious to you, you. it's you. It's because you've pushed them to that point. Or Mm. if they've smashed some, because in my abusive relationship, um, my ex would get angry if I came with my friend to his house or, um, but it would be his friend. For example, it was like his next door neighbor used to go to my school. It's a guy. And his brother might meet me at the top of the road and we'll walk down the road together. So it's like little things. It'll be, it'll honestly be the smallest thing. And then like, he'll smash something and be like, but why would you embarrass me like that? Why would you just put yourself in that position where you just look like anybody's girl when you're supposed to be like my girl? And Mm. you feel like, oh, he's really proud of me. Yeah. Do you get it? It's like you, because of yeah, the situation the, that yeah. he's put you in. It's almost like, oh no, he just wants me to himself. himself. Yeah. Yeah. So then that's where it becomes dangerous because then when things spiral out of control again, mm. you start to think that, oh, I've done something wrong. I shouldn't yeah. have warned that. I shouldn't have gone out. I shouldn't have lied. I shouldn't have said something so rude to him. Yeah. And then that's when violence can now come in because sometimes it doesn't even have to be violent and that's where it becomes very dangerous because you can't now explain to somebody why that's affecting you so much and you don't realize it probably until you've left the situation or until he hits you and then when he hits you again you feel like oh it's my fault yeah so it's just like watching the chris brown and karuchi thing i think there was that period where rihanna went back 
with Chris yeah. Brown whilst he was, was with the, Karuchi. I remember that because that was Christmas. Yes, Christmas Day, wasn't and it? And then she saw him. <laughs> and do you know what? To be fair, like, now that we, we have more of an insight in it all, it, it's not funny, but like, no. just imagining like you are, you know, you are in, like your man's like, oh, I'm just going to go get some milk or something. Or I'm just going to get some more biscuits. And you're like, okay, I'm just going to watch this football game or whatnot. Or, you know, fo- and he's, and you just see my man. Just the court <laughs> with cute little bait outfits. They've got the snacks. They've got everything. And you're just like, but he just, no, that's disrespectful on the highest degree. And see what I mean? So it's like, he constantly put Karuchi in that place of, I could do better. Yeah. But I'm choosing you. I come back to you. So uh, who are you to tell me that I can't do this? She got her best friend pregnant, remember? So you know royalty. They're actually really wait, they were are really, they good, really friends. good friends. Yes. They were really good friends. That's why she oh. left. Because she's like, Okay, now <laughs> I can't do this. Because I knew like I remember reading that she tweeted out like, Oh, who is da 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 and then that's when like someone was like, oh, this. And then she found out online like that. She even found out online. That's how he like dismissive of her. He mm-hmm. is. How can you get someone else pregnant while I'm in a relationship with you? And then tell like, I find out not from you, but, but from the online. internet. From the internet of you. Exactly. People. And mm-hmm. in everything that he does with Karuchi, he always reminds her, I built you. You would yes. never be where you were just, a, you were just a stylist yeah. who I happen to pay attention. So it's just like, they flip the story again to make you feel insignificant. So mm-hmm. he went out of his way to even notice you existed. You're so lucky to be, so it's narcissism. Yeah. It's like, you're so lucky to be in my circle. You're so lucky to be next to me. So now Jeez. whatever I do to you, it's you fine. better just take it because it's better than you being with some nobody. And now look at you, you've got your cars, your, you've got your channel, you've yeah. got your line, you've got this because of me. So thank you. So where's my thank you? No. So that's why he feels like he can just come up to her and encroach her space. And like, even with, when the restraining order came out, it turns out that he'd actually been beating her as well, but she never said anything about it. Oh yeah. I remember like one time, did she not say that he kicked her down the stairs? Yeah. And he was punched her in the stomach and stuff. And she's okay. It's not to say that, Oh, she's so tiny. She's so vulnerable, but like, Not to say that if she was bigger, it would have been better, but when he's look, very yeah. like he's very valid and he's very selective of the type of girls that he picks. Yeah. For example, Rihanna, I think because of who she was, she had the right team around her. Definitely. So she knew that she had to leave him yeah. because maybe I'm not going to speak on her behalf, but what happens a lot of times is even when they get beaten to that point again, yeah. cause of the environment, everything that he's put into their head, everything that abuse has put into your head, it's my fault. Yeah. I shouldn't have done or said what I said. So even though he beat me up and they become so apologetic, Oh my God, oh the, like no. people who are abusive, they know how to play that victim role. And it's because they have been victims yeah. like nine times out of 10, or I'm not going to say the statistics specifically, yeah. but even Chris Brown admitted that he, oh, yeah. his mom had been in an abusive so relationship. So he witnessed it. And then as well, didn't he like l- lose his virginity at a very young age to a very much older, older woman, woman as well? Yeah. So, which is to me, that's sexual abuse. That's sexual abuse. Yeah. But he, because as well is, um, because he's, um, a man and, 
a lot of times we have this trend where men think that it's better it's to lose it yeah. to an older woman. Yeah. When we don't talk about that at all. And I find that very wrong. And they're even yeah. given that. Oh yes. Yeah. Well done. Or pat on the back. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're like, congratulated you, for it. And I think that we like, we need to do better by men because mm. that's not okay. Cause it's all. like, even I didn't get a chance to speak about it because it was so specific to the case at hand with Chris Brown and Gucci. But domestic violence or abuse of men is the reason why women tend to be the larger victims of abuse. Because when you're abused, you either go into one way. So it's either you're completely destroyed or you become extremely vengeful. Like there's obviously like people who are just bang in the middle and just continue on with their lives and it affects them, but in a way that they can still be like functioning yeah but when now this is where misogyny comes into it because they have such a warped idea of what women are so to them they can do what they want to women because they're carrying that hurt of what that woman done so for example even if a boy watches their mum be abused by a man there's an anger that builds up in them because it's like you're watching your mum go through the, and your mum is like the most prized possession that you have as a child. Mm. She's the strongest person that you see. Mm. And then all of a sudden you see her on the floor constantly crying. You're seeing somebody tump her up. And majority of the time it might not even be your dad. It might be her boyfriend. Yeah. Or like, do you get what I mean? So yeah. it's just like somebody who you would just be like, mum, leave. But yeah. you're so young, you can't do anything about it. You don't know how their mum treats them after that. Their mum could either still be really protective of them mm, yeah. or completely angry with the situation she's gotten into. She might fall into drugs and bloody blood. So this whole chain reaction, mm. when that boy grows up, that boy is also told not to cry. That yeah. boy is also told not to talk to people about things. And you're the man of the house, so you have yeah. to be strong. So then after that, what point does he have to deal with, with his issues? His issues? Yeah. He then feels like I constantly need a woman around me, gets into a string of relationships, treats women however he treats women, yeah. and then maybe becomes abusive or ends up in an abusive relationship with mm. other women. So it's just like my main concern when it comes to things like this is women aren't the only victims and abusers aren't always born out of nothing majority of the time they're born out of something very painful and not to sympathize with them at all because there's loads of people who are abused or go through horrible traumatic things in life and are able to turn it into positive but you do kind of have to look at that relationship of at what point do people get help to stop this cycle from continuing on that's amazing because um i know that um sometimes when we do talk about these cases um we do focus mainly on like heteronormative relationships Mm. because you know those those are the ones that uh, have the main focus um on but have you like come across like more like not heteronormative relationships more like queer relationships that this scenario takes place does it normally take place in the same way or is there subtle differences because i know that from what i've read that it's more like maybe not physical abuse but emotional abuse yeah that um people like if if you are like queer or something or whatever that people go through instead um not necessarily in my work but more to do with like just friends and stuff that i've had um and i think the issue that happens is the way that like maybe lesbian bi and like the lgbt 
LGBT community are portrayed in the first place. So, for example, you don't really see them on TV. So, so, okay, for example, you see people, like, abusive relationships on TV. Yes. Right? Or you see, like, the beautiful Cinderella love stories and from there you're able to see that, okay, in my relationship, this isn't normal. Like, I've never felt like this. And then people break up, right? Yeah. But with... Gay people, they're always hypersexualized. Their relationships are constantly seen to just be drawn off instant attraction. They're yeah. not very long lasting. And then like... Almost like porn. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just constantly that quick, oh my gosh, I like you. Oh, but you slept with my best friend. And, or you slept with my roommates and now it's awkward. And then we break up and then yeah. you sleep with somebody else that I know. Like I watched, for example, I watched The L Word. And that show was literally just like porn non-stop but it's just like looking at it i've never really seen a healthy depiction many healthy depictions of lesbian gay or like trans like any relationships so it's just like for my friends now when they were in their relationships and they were quite young Mm -hmm. It's always seen as, oh, yeah, gay people, their relationships are just so intense. And especially with lesbians because, oh, women are so hormonal. And like oh, it becomes like a friend that you end up sleeping with. And it's like the perfect balance. And that's why it becomes so intense. No. Yeah. You can have like a genuine normal friend turn into yeah. girlfriend situation. So because of that and because of how quick paced it apparently happens within lesbian relationships they don't get a chance to like deal with what's actually going on. So like mm-hmm. I've witnessed to both of them were my friends and then they got introduced through like another friend. Yeah. And their relationship was extremely intense and volatile. And at the time I was in the middle because like I I wanted them to work. Yeah. But then when I stepped out and I looked at it, it got to a point where I had to speak to one of them and be like, you know what, I really think, like, you two should just really end this because it became a thing of, like, they changed. And it happens in a lot of relationships where, like, when things go wrong, your mood changes, your demeanour changes and stuff. But it was completely unhealthy and I could see how drained they had both become. But that's more i can see that as more of a toxic relationship but again with the things that they would say to each other and the way that they would in a way punish each other when things would go wrong that can steer like steer a little bit into abuse yeah but it's just like when i look at cases it might not necessarily be like lesbian relationships but more women abusing young children whether it be female young children or males so it's just like women are kind of dismissed as possible aggressors. So I think that's something that people definitely need to look into. Like a lot of the time women are just seen as constantly being the victims. And yes, we are majority of the time oppressed by so many different things. So we feel things maybe a bit more, but women who have been abused in the past still stand the chance of abusing other people, taking away that agency from their male or female partners or even their children. So it's just... Yeah, so I have witnessed it, but not necessarily to, like, a domestically abusive state. 
like okay. physically abusive yeah. state. Abusive state. No, that's amazing. So let's talk more about the fact that victims are not given a voice as such. And once, because um, I was when I was reading your article, that's a bit that really struck to me that the fact that we have witnessed like Rihanna, Chris Brown, Karuchi for this long time and it feels like no one's actually stepped in we've mm-hmm. actually just watched it very mm. passively just happen and then do like throw in a few commentaries and that and um yeah we've never actually like i feel like a lot of times we haven't actually um we haven't actually sympathized with Karuchi. i remember no. like when rihanna happened the whole when the first incident when rihanna happened like it became almost like a meme oh and yeah it, it became a standing point so Chris Brown's stands were a hundred percent like Karuchi's ruining Chris Brown's chance of getting back with Rihanna. Chris yeah. Karuchi must die. Karuchi must get sent back to her country. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> why are you still even caring about this You're man? Gonna look completely destroyed. Like I'm not saying that people who are abusive don't deserve a chance to like change their ways, but he does not. He doesn't want to. He's not he, repentant at he's all. Not repentant. He doesn't care. He's not remorseful. He's remorseful when he wants a quaint, but yeah. even the way that he deals and speaks with other women shows that he's not so the lack of sympathy people have had and even when the case about Karuchi came out trying to receive like make yeah. get a restraining order yeah i only found out about it because people were insulting her oh like on my timeline people were just like why does she still want all this attention this has nothing like why is yeah. she dragging this up they broke up like two years ago why does this happen but they don't again because people don't understand yeah. the environment that people are placed into when they're under abuse or in any traumatic situation, they don't understand why it might take so long for a woman to actually, or a man or a woman yeah. to actually stand up and be like, no, now I want to feel safe. Now yeah. I want justice because a lot of people leave abusive relationships not knowing they've been in one that's true and then it takes somebody being like oh i've been in an abusive relationship and this is what my ex did to me and then you're like Like, oh hold on this is what i went through or even the way that trauma works so you can go through something like 20 years ago yeah and then something triggers it and you don't even it doesn't even feel real to you because you've repressed it so So much and it's just your body's it's your mind's way of protecting you and your body like this is where post-traumatic stress disorder comes in. So like your body spends all those years protecting you. So when you hear something, that's why you're more likely to jump or scream than somebody who's like able to just realize the surroundings they're in. Or you might have problems with, for example, sharing a bed with a friend because of something that's happened yeah. to you in the past. Like your body, before it can communicate it to your it, brain, yes, it's, it's why in defense. Yeah, it's, yeah. De- it's in defense mode. So. Karuchi taking so long to be like, okay, no, I want to feel safe now. It's just because like he's now posing a threat to her friends and her family. Definitely. If it was maybe if it was just a thing of they've broken up and he left her alone, she yeah. might not have had to go through that. She might have gone through he healing. Was, wasn't he stalking her um, Instagram page? Yes. I remember like. I think was it early last year he got into this really awkward, like weird gang. We wouldn't. I didn't know whether they were um, like like gang gang related but it seemed like they were <laughs> and um he was literally like stalking her instagram page if anyone that was like liking her man, pictures or commenting yeah on her he pictures, would literally yeah. be like what are you doing yeah. um his friends would be in her instagram page and sending like con emojis seriously yeah i remember like that was a thing i remember there was a celebrity that someone's so irrelevant like it wasn't soldier because i remember that's the whole reason why he wanted to fight soldier boy but then 
Can you imagine? I think and they w- made it about themselves. I'm like, and it's just embarrassing <laughs> because then she said something. He like, and then everybody, down. yeah, and then everyone's like, again, yeah. why do you feel like my name was mentioned? Thank you. If you I, call if, me, <laughs> I will come. <laughs> so what are you, what That's are you talking about? That's how the whole call response thing works. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think it was someone like Marcus Houston, like someone so someone that we ain't heard that music in a long, long time. time. Commented on her pictures, and he was basically like, "Watch what you're saying, my guy." Like it can go down if it needs to and then she's just kind of like but wait i'm not <laughs> it's not that de- like I honestly I, I can imagine she probably doesn't even go through her comments yeah. somebody has to bring her attention Unless, to, to a certain comment that must anyway. be so terrifying constantly knowing that oh i can't even be myself on social media she posted a picture of a, in a bikini and he was like you don't have to do this like you're so much better <laughs> Much so done. Much better than this you're like you should know your worth and i'm just like first of all do you know your worth when you're always out here i'm uh, um, doing two around step <laughs> with your skinny behind every day you're taking off your shirt and shit it's embarrassing like honestly so yeah so um we were talking about like the lack of sympathy right yeah the lack of sympathy yeah so she i think poses like the problem of being the pretty girl yeah if that makes sense so like for people they feel like you like this attention anyway. Mm. You must thrive off it. It pays your bills. So just shut up and put up with it. So there's just that culture, that celebrity culture of you can't go through anything in real life because your life looks so glamorous anyway. Yeah. So in the scheme of things, it shouldn't be that deep to you. You've got money. You can go and cry on your Balenciagas and you'll be okay. <laughs> Whereas we're going through some real stuff yeah. and we haven't got that thing to escape to. So you shut your mouth. So that's yeah. the problem with celebrities going through something like that. But then flipping that around into like real life. Mm-hmm. Because in real life, we still have trouble with um, supporting. supporting. Yeah. yeah, And being able to protect the individuals that are in these relationships. And I think is things where like people go back for example so if you've been with a fr- you've ha- you everyone's had that friend who has a really crappy boyfriend and they go back yes. the first time you're just like Ugh, okay maybe it'll change the second time you're like okay i know this isn't going to change and i just want my friends to do better Definitely. then after a point because i've even been in situations with friends where i've been like i can't hear anything listen, else about this I relationship have, i've literally I been like, love I'm, you. Like, <laughs> listen i've told them like I'm just, but i've told i've been in situations where i'm like i can't even be your friend anymore because what you're doing to yourself it 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 hurts hurts. to watch yeah so in that respect so now thinking about it like an abusive relationship thing they feel indebted to that person anyway so they will probably keep going back until Mm -hmm. like their life is in danger or they get tired or somebody else comes in and cuts it off for them so people because everyone's going through so much in life people don't have that compassion to stick by that person and i think it's just like a time thing because you want everybody to progress on your time so you're watching somebody go through that and you're like this is stupid yeah stop like it seems so simple to stop but until you're in that relationship yourself and you feel that pull because even when people break away from a domestic like an abusive relationship their whole being feels completely altered because they've identified with that yeah. person it's for like so long co- ind- like codependency. codependency yeah so now they feel like they who are who am i who without am I this without person? person so on the outside people just lose yeah. interest like they just 
all right, I've yeah. still got my bills to pay. I have to continue yeah. on with my life. And then the victim shaming thing comes in again. So yeah. it's just like, you've allowed yourself to be in that situation. How could you be so stupid? Why can't you see you need to change? When instead of being like, okay, this person needs to go to prison. This person yeah. needs psychiatric help. Because I've yeah. never, in any case that I've dealt with, heard someone say, okay, this abuser might be yeah. not well. So why don't we get him help? Because yeah. you don't want to help an abuser because he's the bad guy. But, but if you're not careful by not he's helping gonna him, he's going to replicate what this behavior yeah. either to your friend or to someone else, other, like yeah. whoever else he comes in contact with. So it's just like people don't aren't practical with the steps that they're taking to intervene. They just want it to stop quick so they can go back, back to, to doing whatever, whatever they're, they're doing. doing. Hmm, that's very that's really interesting because that's true i've actually never heard of like oh do you know what he like needs help it, normally if if it's like a drug problem mm. that's when i've heard like oh no he needs help because he needs to go to rehab, rehab but yeah. it's never been like oh well, he might have like emotional issues he needs to go to help so he stops that behavior yeah and um i i don't know i myself i'm maybe like <sighs> it's really it's really interesting because i've never really thought of that of us like being so like in living our own lives and mm. having our own problems to the point where we even almost forget that somebody else is going, going through, through something. something yeah i've never actually thought about it that way but that's really interesting and i think sorry one more thing of it's course. just like um because people feel like okay so like this person go through an abusive relationship they can't function that's not the case like you might see someone who's in an abusive relationship who's thriving. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So it's like... You, so we forget. It's the same with, like, people not understanding that there's something, like, functional alcoholics. Like, they can mm, go to work. They can... They get can, that promotion. They can everything. go on holiday. Honestly, they can feed their kids six o'clock in the morning. They're ready. Fine. Like, So it's just... Because people... Someone who's got a mental health illness or is in an abusive relationship... Their life still continues. Yeah. So for a lot of the time, you might see your friend out and you see her bruise and you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. It, it jogs your memory that, okay, this is still going on. But when you sit down with them and you chill with them and you're talking to them, they're able to laugh. Like they're yeah. able to com- like converse. So it does slip your mind maybe that yeah. this is what they're going home to. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of times we, we tend to think that like if you are like a victim of such behavior that oh no they will be completely like on the floor, on crying, the floor. they'll wailing be wearing dark the, clothes yeah. and like really heavy like we have this really image of like and we forget that that's not how it ever is and that we need to still be able mm. but if you for instance have a friend that is going through something like that because a lot of times i know for instance like if it's um physical abuse mm. a lot of women that are married to these men they're not able to leave because one they're financially yeah depend, like, or they've got children or they've got children or like they know that if they try and leave like he it's could dangerous. end up killing me so it's even like they feel like it's even safer to to stay, stay. because like okay like if i stay Hmm. Like I know what he can do to me if I yeah. stay, but if I go, what? Can, like I don't know what it might trigger in him. So, my question is like, if you do find yourself being a friend in with that person in that situation, what can you help with? To, help with what can you? What direction can you push them into? Because I know that like I've had friends that are like, okay, like you can see that's happening to you, but mm-hmm. I don't know where like I stand because first of all, most times they don't listen to you. Yeah. Yeah, and it feels like well, okay, I'm wasting my time. But 
you obviously were accountable because that's your friend. You should be accountable for one another. So what is there that you can do? I think with anything to do with stuff that happens privately, so even things like mental health and abuse and traumatic events and stuff, it helps to see somebody else who's going through that same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe not bombard them, but maybe give them like documentaries to watch or give them um, material to look at in their own time. And you also have to understand that maybe in that space, it might not be safe for them to do it at home because maybe that person checks through their phone and stuff. So maybe if you invite them round for like a night to stay over at your house so that they have time to like deal with what they've seen, it, it might be intense, but it also might jog them to realize that this isn't normal and other people have gone through this and been able to get help and then also now it's tricky because when it comes to things like marriage finances and children yeah for example i know that like if you introduce somebody to counseling even though the counselor there's that confidentiality thing But then you've also got the issue of if there's children at risk, they have an obligation to get involved and get the state involved and stuff. So it depends on where that person is at. You can either get them into group therapy, which also might, it will give them a support system that means that even if they don't leave, there's people who might notice if they don't turn up one week or they are in a completely different space and these people who have been through the same thing they're not going to judge them because sometimes it might feel like you've got that friend who's not going through what you're going through you're talking to them and you feel like they're burdening you're burdening them them. or they don't understand what you're going through and they don't understand why you can't leave so if you introduce them maybe to like group therapy and you've come with them one day and then slowly but surely they're able to start going on their own it might give them that space to just be away from that environment as well so i think it's just like informing them of what's available to them and also if you are going to push them to go to like private not like uh, like separate counseling like for themselves you also just have to let them know like the risks that are available because i can completely understand that whole thing of it being dangerous because there's cases like you can go on google and find cases where men have literally like even i posted underneath the initial posting of the blog post of the woman whose children watched her die because the boyfriend realized that she wanted to leave and he killed her in front of her kids these it's it's very very dangerous and even if someone's not been violent with you beforehand that might trigger them too because they feel like you're leaving so the types of like there's organizations that help and can literally remove you from your house give you somewhere private to stay like completely away from your um area so that it's harder for that person to find you but it's also a very like quick process so if you go to speak to them they might say to you you need to go back today get your bags go pick your kids up from school go like i have um a family member right now who's had to do that recently and she's got issues with immigration so it's like Um. i can understand the fears of because her main concern was okay if i do this does that mean that i'll be deported and my child's going into care there's so many factors that pressure people to stay but by law the law has to act immediately 
mm-hmm. once you've made that because the problem that a lot of people don't realize is when they might call the police saying oh my god this man's hit me if yeah. the police come and they say do you want to stay in this house yeah or are you going to press charges the police cannot remove you you have to be willing so if you've got a friend who's going through that situation you just need to lay out what's available to them try and make sure that it's something that they're aware of the repercussions don't sell them a dream and then when it's too hard for them to handle you feel guilty so that's good um so one thing that has always been as one thing my friend asked me as well she goes why do is it like women that are mostly like at the end of this behavior you you touched on it about the men mostly that are doing the abusing mm. being um being but having been abused themselves causing them mm. but why is it that um the government even though we have these things in place most of the times we are not catching these women in time when we're not supporting them in time it's that thing is it because of lack of access or lack of information i think it's misinformation okay so it's misinformation from the very beginning because people don't understand what abusive relationships look like they're always romanticized or made so dramatic that it's almost beautiful Mm. and like you see that woman come out of it and she's got her kids and she's storming through like and yeah. there's wind blowing in her it yeah, doesn't <laughs> it doesn't look like that sometimes it can yeah. take a decade for these situations to clear up but then it's and then because they don't know what it looks like it's only at the end when people are at risk or a child goes goes into school and is like oh my mommy cries every night yeah. and then social services get in and that's where the fear steps in because you've women who have these who have children or just in general who might not be financially stable they imagine that oh when social services get involved my family's going to get broken apart my kids are going to get taken to care and i have nothing to do no because the reason why the social services will take your children is because you are now being seen as an unfit mother because you haven't taken the steps to protect your children whereas if you've noticed these things and maybe you just didn't know what was going on to you fine they they give permission for that but it's just if you're so unwell now to the point mm. where you're not able to take care of your children, they can't by law leave those children in your you. care. So it's people just need, I think, I don't know whether it's the state that needs to get more involved in terms of just making it more apparent what um, domestic violence looks like and what abusive relationships look like and making it more accessible and breaking down what these steps mean because i think people rush into it and then that's when everything falls apart and then they blame themselves even more yeah rather Mm -hmm. than if somebody actually just sat down and explained to you okay this is what like if they had days at work you know like there's like random training days or awareness days and stuff like that so if they maybe had workshops that helped people pinpoint someone who might be being abused and then the steps that you could take and making sure how to do it in a confidential way. If yeah. these things became more consistent, of a normal, yeah, then, of a normal yeah. conversation, then we wouldn't have these cases where families are separated and women are dying and men are even in states themselves where they're committing suicide because of what's happened to them because women, men go through a lot of domestic abuse in the UK, especially with how, um, like after the recession, it picked up oh, because no. men weren't working and women were the ones who were bringing oh. money into the house, and then the women became frustrated. Like it builds like oh, things okay. like that. So it's just if this was a more normal conversation, and 
the help was more accessible. Yeah. We'll be avoiding a lot of problems. Mm. Isn't patriarchy a bitch? Because I did not know that at all. <laughs> I did not know that about the recession. Can you imagine? Because, uh, I don't know, it's just... Sometimes, like, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to step away from men are trash at the minute. Mm-hmm. As I told you, I'm trying to collect seven years <laughs> this summer. And I'm supporting your mission. Thank you. you. Know, like, I'm really hopeful Thank for you. you. So, um, guys out there, if you have a brother, you know, or someone that wants to join the team, <laughs> let him put his application because I'm ready. Actually, do you know what? I'm so, I'm really like, I'm really confusing myself because last week I was like, no, I'm single, I'm fine. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I changed my mind. So I'm, I'm single, I'm fine, but like, I just want seven bays this summer and then I'll go From back. there you can whittle it down yeah. to, you know, maybe one, two. two. Yeah, two. two for the rotation. Two, because, you know, I, I don't want to put his car like in my lips. I don't want to increase it. So... Because he will be. I'm genuinely very tired. (laughs) (laughs) I need to actually behave myself, honestly. (laughs) Do you know what? Tess is actually tired at work. Like, constantly, I was telling her this, and she just looked at me like. Can you behave yourself? She actually just turned her chair around. I was like, okay, like, you're going to just do this for all these people. (laughs) But no, thank you so much for coming. Thank Thank you. you for having me. It was amazing. And for adding to my one of my firsts for the year. My first podcast. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! So yeah, no, it was very. I was very. Yeah. You are touched. a wealth of information, and I'm so like blessed by how open you are about your own experiences and how you have taken the step to actually documenting everything and just talking about it with the world. Because I believe, like a lot of times as black women, we don't even get that space. No, it's yeah. like something that we're like, oh no. Don't talk about that because you know that's really like, personal, mm. and we need to kind of break those chains. And this is why, though, like when everyone's like, "Oh, everybody's doing a podcast. Everybody's got a blog. Everyone's got a YouTube channel. Why is everyone doing the same thing?" These black women are doing. I think it's fucking amazing because it's just like if you look at it in ten, twenty years time, where our kids are going to actually be able. It's going to sound so moist, oh, but like our children are going to be able to look back at like the amount of. like not history we've created but more like how much we've been able to document just sitting around having conversations with one each other and putting it out onto social media like instead of complaining that oh we've lost our history or we we don't know what's happened here because we've been misinformed they'll be able to find that easily like it's going to be so accessible so more podcasts more youtube actually no more makeup you (laughs) know the makeup youtube channels are brutal but like no like However you are creative or yeah. expressive, do please do it. Do it because I'm here for it. There's a market for everybody, even with Backchat. There's a market for that. Uh, so, like, you know, they're going to America. I think they'll be very well received in America. Um, I was actually listening to a podcast today. <laughs> what are you? My favorite podcast in the whole entire world. <laughs> Which is the friend zone, if anybody I actually love that. You do! I do! But sometimes I can't listen to them because they read me for filth. Oh, like, yeah, oh no. my God, I they, can't. Like, honestly, yeah. I, they trigger me. So, And I don't even like using that term, like, in honestly, thing, but like, genuinely. They do. Because so, I, I do a lot of night shifts, which is where I'm going after this. Like, yeah. I do a lot of night shifts, and because there's no one awake, I listen to my podcast. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there. <laughs> I need to do so much better in my life. <laughs> like, honestly, it's so harsh. But listening to the, um, I was catching up on one of the episodes and Dustin was talking about Backchat London. I was like, 
what? what? <laughs> he was just like, yeah, and he loves it. I'm like, what? Here we are, he like, we're picket fences on Twitter. <laughs> like, get, get, like, get out. Don't want to hear it. No, that's why. No, but even like, because the other day, Biscuit was just like, well, they would love us over there. And so far, the reception has been great. <laughs> and their comments are so much more liberal. And they, I'm just like, mm, girl, I mean, if you want to. But, yeah. but no, but then I'm just like, can you imagine Dustin on Backchat? He, do you know what? He'll just be insulting people and laughing. He's I a Scorpio. <laughs> he don't give a shit. He's going to say what he's going to say. And he'll just get up and leave. Exactly. Time for the response. thing is, the way he'll insult you, like, you won't realize it until after. So, like, all the points that you're making, when you're sleeping and you're still just, just like, just oh, honestly, so don't do it. Don't do it. But I think they need to keep yeah. Dustin away from Batch, just for the safety of everyone's well-being. Like, honestly. But, yeah, no. Yeah. I just, I, this, I don't know. Um... I only watch it because of one person. Oh, I know who watch it. Okay, but the thing is, like, a lot of people have been asking me and giving mm-hmm. me side eyes, but I want mm-hmm. to clear this up. I mm-hmm. learned about him before he went on back chat. Mm. So my love has been deep. I even know he's. Do, do I want to admit this? You know what? I'm Say a big it. woman, innit? I pay taxes. So <laughs> I even learned about him. His, I know that his mum has a YouTube channel. What? Wait, what? (laughs) Babe, listen. Yeah, his mom has a YouTube channel. So, like, I watched that and I was like, when I meet Auntie, I can be like, Auntie, we do it. Wait, his mom has a YouTube channel? Yeah. What's it on? I don't, I can't remember the name, but I'm sure I saved it somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, like, and then one time they brought, he was on there and I watched, I watched fully, I think it was like 30 minutes long of time. I watched it. And then like, he had a YouTube channel as well. Oh yeah. For his music and stuff. Yeah. Yes, and I, used I to, remember that. So I watched, used to watch that. And now that he's like out there a bit more, like I'm watching you're, him. You're here for it. Yeah. I've been here for it for time. But yeah. Like no. my, my friends don't understand. No, do you know what? It's like, I, 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 I don't even. Okay. So like I followed him for like, I followed him for a really, really, really long time. So it's just like, it's kind of cool watching yeah like that the fame like pick up yeah and like i've seen like his music like i I followed him because of his music because you know like when people pop up on your soundcloud out of nowhere (laughs) hey beautiful it's still a song that i play daily and then i pretend that you add steph to the end of it see the glow in her skin right now it's actually (laughs) he's so adorable like when he speaks tree like my heart like my heart just flies left like Mm, and he like just pops in like one two one oh my god (laughs) oh my god but yeah no i've seen it and it's been amazing and he seems like quite a lovely he he tries like occasionally like that's why i can't watch bk anymore because like i don't want to to consistently love him yeah Yeah, no i completely understand that i felt i felt like that because i only watched the second season because he was on it because mm. I was just like, okay, I'll support it. So like, I feel like if more views are on a certain panel, maybe they'll keep bringing <laughs> that panel. But I know yeah. that's not how it works. <laughs> but that's just my way of supporting units. So yeah, like, I would watch it, and then I was just like, oh, it's just really. This is one thing about social media I don't like. It's hard to watch someone you like mm. in all their facets, mm. in what they can't delete, and mm. what they can't retract. Yes. So yes, I, I miss. I wish him many success and much yeah. health, and I hope maybe one day your paths intertwine, 
you know. Yes, yeah. I feel like the thing is though, um, <laughs> people are just. Uh, I know it's gonna happen, and please let it be a day where I actually fill in my eyebrows correctly. Oh, can you? That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> if you guys allow this to happen, and I'm out here looking very dead, I will actually come for every one of you and your children. So, in Jesus' name, that won't be the case. <laughs> no, but it's so fine. But I have not watched this last week's one. I, I haven't. No, I wouldn't. No. For the sake of sanity. No. Because mm. mm. you know they do the advert. Yes. I mean, I know they edit it for the sake of shock factor, but my God, mm. I'll pass. And then I heard that Adrian said some questionable things and that broke my heart because like I was really there for Adrian. Wait, hold on. I think my brother told me about that mm. because he, he started talking mm. about social media and like... Selfish and so, yeah. I think the question... I think, no, I've noticed that the way that they word the questions is very it's, tricky. Yeah, it's it, problematic. It, yeah, and I think they do it on purpose. So back chat, I think y'all need to... So what, go back to talking about Gilles topic because i'm here for that, that. <laughs> like, like i low-key yeah i'm honestly that person that that you know have you seen that wendy williams meme where she's looking around and she's like fully decked up that's me <laughs> when like i'm fully like i've got my hat on i'm in my gym jams like i'm proper hiding i've got the headphones in because i don't want people to know what i'm watching in it and i'm watching it i don't want people to know what's happening but um no please go back to talk about gales um that's your avenue you guys talking about very big topics that you don't really have credentials do you know what all right someone said something and it made me think hmm. they were like why does it have to be certain types of people who speak about certain topics Hmm. why can't it just be like everyone something that because that's what people want in it yeah people who deal with mental health and stuff they want this to become an everyday topic yeah so why can't like everyday people who aren't trained to speak about it but the only problem i have with that is These topics are already, they already have a lot of stigma around it. it there's already a lot of misinformation. So why make people, like, for example, if they yeah. brought people on just yeah. for that episode, who might that have actually been had, that, yeah, to talk about it. That's, that's what we mean yeah. by making this conversation more common, just mm. allowing them into spaces where they're more visible so of that course. people can put a face to it yeah. and understand it. Not have people and who have, don't understand it, exactly. talk about it and then make it seem so trivial because yeah. that's what, exists already that's so true because for one like i get that like talking about everyday things because a lot of times you when especially if you've come from academia you mm. use big words and you're not you're not even using it just to you know sound clever it's anything, just part of your just, exactly yeah. so it's making it more accessible through language and like through people and i get that but for me one thing I've always said, talk about things you know. No, if you don't yeah. know, shut up. And it's okay because you might not know something that other person might do and it's fine. But um, I definitely, like I see the side, but like I don't, I don't want to hear about how to lay bricks from someone that cooks sausages. I know that was a very bad, dumb analogy, but. No, but it just hit me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let me, let me, today I've actually just been, I I've done the most. I noticed. Do you know what? My cheeks hurt from laughing so much. That's a compliment to me. <laughs> so, guys, like, I am free every Friday if you want to invite me out for a drink. Um, my go-to is a mojito in it, so I'm here. I'm ready. Um, 
oh that's the sweetest thing anyone said to me. <laughs> I'm actually like no honestly like I'm sweating my nose is sweating oh, that's you how you know no when my nose sweats that's how you know you've got to me in it anyway oh, wow. no thank you anyway guys um you can follow um the lovely Nunya and f- like all her other things on Twitter indeedy my Twitter at is tbher underscore yeah <laughs> do you know why I pause because <laughs> I do this every time forget because yeah it's tb her and it's an abbreviation of my blog name which is why i always pause because i feel like i've missed something out which is the whole yeah so i'm sorry tb her underscore and that's on twitter do you have instagram or i do but i barely like i barely use it it's under my old Twitter handle for a reason. Okay, so do you know like, what? Yeah. We'll keep that. Some things in life are private, <laughs> so we're going to keep that private. All right. Um, and you can follow us at the Lust List Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Um, we are on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud under the Lust List Podcast. Um, yeah. Follow us if you want. You can if you want, and if you're feeling my birthday's very soon. Oh, when's your birthday? September. Oh, so <laughs> August. Is it actually? Oh, you're in August, baby. Oh, you're the not work, girl. Don't worry. We have <laughs> to leave. Oh, no, no. Um, no, so if you want to leave a like a pre-birthday thing, if you want to leave me like, a review, you want to make my day, you want to make my week, what I'm going to start doing is if you leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud, I'll start reading it out loud. So if you want, you're like one of these rappers out there and you want us to do one of your one, two, one, two shout outs, leave me a five star review (laughs) and I will do it. Give me mine and I'll give you yours. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I, I am very general. I will work. I'll make it work for you. But anyway, guys have a lovely week. Um, don't forget to wear some sunscreen. What? Everybody. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it's true. It's true. I use aloe vera gel. Mm. And apparently that's good for SPF, so like yeah. maybe use that instead of that's good and it's like good for like skin as well. I use it as my primer. Oh yes. 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 Okay guys, you need to go so I can talk about it. <laughs> Alright, bye. Alright, bye. Bye. bye.